How to handle a breakup or a divorce? Hello, my wonderful friends. This is Joseph Helen coming to you again with this new podcast on this very difficult topic that deals with breakups and divorce. Definitely no one wants to break up and no one wants to divorce. But when these things happen, we need to know what to do. So I'm going to be talking to you about the wisdom of handling breakups and the wisdom of handling divorces or any other failed relationship or broken relationship. All right. First thing, why do people break up and why do people divorce? There are very many reasons and I don't think I'll have sufficient time to mention all of them, but I can mention a few. When people don't see eye to eye or when people don't agree, tendencies to break up usually arise. When people have drifted apart as a result of lack of communication and lack of understanding in marriage, sometimes divorce may occur. And there are people who divorce because of infidelity, others divorce because of violence, others divorce because they matured and their spouse remained immature. Some divorce because they want to. They are all manner of reasons. Others divorce because they can. They are all manner of reasons. Some of them are good reasons. Others are not good at all. Some of them are selfish reasons. And others are for self-guiding oneself. Um, so breaking up or divorcing, that's really one and the same thing. You can break up from your girlfriend or you can divorce your spouse. Both are really a breakup. So reasons people break up is because they've stopped agreeing. And in one of my episodes, I talked about the power of agreement and how to agree. You see, I talked about how significant it is for people to know the power of agreement and what agreement is and how to appropriate that thing called agreement. So you'll find that in one of my, my um, earlier episodes, okay? But for now, let me talk about how to handle breakups, and how to handle divorce. The first thing that happens when one breaks up is pain. You feel tremendous pain. Or when divorce occurs, you feel tremendous pain. And usually when people feel pain, the first step is to want to get rid of that pain. That's the first thing. It's almost instinctive that when you feel pain, you want to quickly look for ways to get rid of that pain. You don't want to feel it whatsoever. Now, here is where the problem begins. Because, ladies and gentlemen, if you get rid of pain prematurely, you will have succeeded in suppressing rather than healing it. So, it's important that you learn to feel pain so that you can find out or probably diagnose the real cause of the pain that way you can treat it you can cure it you can deal with it you can handle it pain is usually so general for example somebody insults you or somebody does something crazy something you don't like you will feel pain all over your heart you know you just feel pain all over your heart. Sometimes you might even end up with a headache by the end of the day. You see, so pain is too general to be dealt with generally. You must look for the specific reason you're feeling pain. The pain you're feeling might be 
as a result of something else that happened in the past, not necessarily as a result of the present breakup. Yes, the present breakup will bring with itself its own measure of pain, but most of what we feel instantly, especially the moment someone hurts you, is not usually as a result of that very action. It's usually as a result of the pains and the wounds that we've had in the past that we are not able to deal with properly and conclusively. So, the present pain is usually a reminder of things that have not been dealt with, things that have been suppressed, things that have been left unchecked, wreaking havoc inside your emotions, inside your heart. So, when one does something that is painful, you first feel the old pain before you're able to get to terms with the new pain. The new pain isn't as painful as the old one, okay? Yes, it is painful, but not as painful as the old one. And that's the reason why you don't feel the new pain. You feel the old pain. So in a breakup or in a divorce, what hurts you the most is usually a series of disappointments, hurts, aches, and troubles like that that you have experienced from childhood up to the point where this person hurts you. Now, if you're the type of a person that never really took time to deal with some of these things, this new person in your life who has disappointed you will remind you of all those pains and you'll think that they're the ones responsible for your misery or they're the ones responsible for what you're going through right now. When they merely ticked you off and activated what already existed, yes, you must acknowledge and admit to the fact that they also contributed some pain to you, but that pain is not usually sufficient to cause a breakup. It's usually insufficient. It's not that bad that you end up breaking up. So most problems can easily be solved if they are looked at in their right perspective. So when you feel pain, please, the first thing you need to do is trace the pain because pain comes with exaggerations. All pain is exaggerated, especially if the pain is extremely acute. If the pain is very sharp and strong, it's usually an exaggerated kind of pain. For that reason, you cannot depend on it for verity or for truth. So trace your pain and find out, number one, is it exaggerated? And usually you'll find that the pain is exaggerated. And if it's exaggerated, then where did it come from? Of course, the answer will be, it's not necessarily as a result of this present problem. It's because of very many problems in the past. And if it's as a result of very many problems in the past, then you need to deal with those ones first before you can conclusively and wisely deal with this present one. In which case, it would be wise not to take any immediate or conclusive action until you're able to deal with the past pains. And this is why I always advise people never to make any drastic decision when they're hurt or when they're angry. Don't say, I'm out of this marriage because the feelings you have at that particular time are exaggerated. If you must get out of a marriage, please do so after you have calmed down after you are more reasonable and rational. That's the right time to make such drastic or conclusive decisions. So don't make any long-lasting or everlasting or permanent decisions when you're angry because your anger is an exaggeration. It didn't really arise from the pain of today. 
it did not all come from your partner. 75% of it or more came from your past. And this guy only contributed probably even 2%. The thing about pain, it's like if you carry water in a plastic bag, you don't need to you know, to tear the bag for water to start sipping out. You just need a needle. And a little prick of a needle will cause that water to start trickling out. Sometimes in a jet. So a little problem like the prick of a needle can cause leakage. <laughs> you see that? So your pain has been there like water in a plastic bag. And this spouse of yours or girlfriend of yours or this love of yours comes and just pricks you a bit and the whole thing starts coming out. And that's when you start saying, I don't, I'm never going to allow anyone to take advantage of me anymore. People always take advantage of me. People are always hurting me. This time round, I'm putting my foot down. I'm not going to take this lying down. And you'll go on and on and on. Describing the past, not the present. That's why you're involving people. You say, people have been taking advantage of me. Did you deal with that? People have been messing around with me. Did you deal with it? I'm not taking this lying down. It means in the past, you took it lying down. Did you deal with the past? So there's this person in your life who has to answer for thousands, if not millions, of issues that you brought within the relationship. So when you break up, or if a breakup has occurred, or if it's about to occur, the first thing you need to do is look back. And look at the present situation. Say, hey, why am I responding the way I'm responding? Could it be that there are certain aspects of me that are arrested? I did not develop in certain areas of my life. For that reason, I'm immature and incompetent and incapable of handling the present pressing situation. Because that's always a possibility. If you are subjected to something you're not competent, competent enough to, to handle, you'll be afraid and probably retract and run away. You know, there's fight and flight. If you think something is too hard for you to do or to handle, you'll run away. If you think you can tackle it, you probably will fight it. So usually look back. And if you find that there are genuine problems with you, seek help. Get a counselor to help you. Get a preacher like me to pray for you or to give you biblical and godly help. You see, don't try to do it on your own because most people make one big mistake. When marriages get onto the rocks and things start going wrong, or when relationships are difficult and fights prevail, they tend to retract and isolate themselves. You see, the Bible says the one who isolates themselves cannot listen to sound advice. When you isolate yourself, it becomes difficult for you to listen to sound advice. That's found in Proverbs 18 and verse 1. Yeah, You end up listening to what is not right when you isolate yourself. In fact, you'll end up deceiving your own self. Okay, So... Do not isolate yourself when things are difficult. And most people do that. They think this is my private problem. It's actually embarrassing. I don't want anyone to get to know about the things I'm going through. But listen, there are people in your life that care. There are people in your life that are wise. There are people in your life that can advise you. There are people in your life that have answers to the questions you constantly ask. I'm one such person right now in your life you can reach out to me and i'll give you godly and biblical advice do you see there's always somebody god sends your way to help you and this is why he sent me to speak to you in this podcast okay so don't isolate yourself all right remember your pain is an exaggeration even if the breakup has happened 
even if the divorce has happened, what you feel is still an exaggeration. The pain is not, is not the reality of the present happenings. The pain is the expression of the pains of the past. And sometimes we take all of it and bundle it on top of the present, should I say, offender. And that's not a good thing. It's actually not even fair. It's not even just, you see. You need to spend time with somebody who can listen to you. A therapist who can hear you out. And I'm one such therapist. So you talk or text or email and say everything that you're feeling about this particular person. And a good therapist will sort out your feelings and will tell you, well, this particular feeling has nothing to do with this present situation. This one also has nothing to do with this present situation. This is about the past. And when the, the matters of the past are put to the side and you deal with them properly and you get proper closure and healing, then it's easy now to zero in on this one last thing that made you either divorce or break up or that nearly caused you to divorce or break up. In fact, most breakups and divorces happen way before they are realized. You find a person who is going to divorce, divorces probably years before they finally make the announcement. And even in a breakup, it happens way before the announcement is made. That's the reason why it's important for you to deal with your feelings early. But if it's already happened, this is the way out. Acknowledge that 75% or more of what you feel presently has nothing to do with the present circumstance or the present situation. Remember that. Then the next thing, do not isolate yourself. Because if you isolate yourself, you'll resist sound wisdom. A person who is isolated is an offended fellow. And the Bible says a person who is offended is difficult to win. That their defenses are like the bars of iron or, or, or the pillars of a big building. It's difficult to move them. Isolation and offense. When those two things prevail in your life, you cannot listen to advice. Even if you're giving good advice, you'll get angry with everybody. So choose not to isolate yourself and begin to talk. It's better to talk to a fool than to keep quiet. Talk to somebody and say, this is what's going on. I feel like leaving my marriage. I feel like breaking up from my girlfriend or boyfriend or fiance or whoever it is. And this person, if they care, will say, what reasons do you have? You see, they'll move you from the realm of emotion to the realm of logic so that you can explain what is causing you to make such a decision. As you speak, you begin to see the contents of your heart because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And you get to realize, oh, I can see I was overreacting. I think I was overreacting. Yeah, it wasn't such a big deal after all. And that's a beautiful place to be because you'll go back and continue working on your marriage or continue working on your relationships, you see. But if you isolate yourself, you will not listen to any other point of view other than your own, which is already so marred up by pain and by your past experiences that were never dealt with. So you end up rejecting sound wisdom and you end up just surrounding yourself with your own thoughts, which are already wounded thoughts. You know, thoughts that proceed out of a wounded heart are usually not good thoughts. They're not pure. They should not be depended upon because they usually cry out for revenge. 
when you are hurt, you want to revenge. You want to get even. You want to hurt the other person back. It's always that, like that. You have to resist that feeling. And the only way you can resist it is if you open up, if you stop isolating yourself. The longer you isolate yourself, the more permanent and firmly established your desire to revenge will be. And when you want to revenge, you have forgotten the initial issue. Now you've become a warrior wanting to revenge. You want to get even, but getting even is not the solution. The solution is healing. Getting your wounded emotion healed. Look, if somebody cuts you, if somebody had a sharp object and with it they scratched you and you started bleeding, scratching them back is not going to bandage the wound. And mostly, without even thinking, that's how humanity reacts. They hurt me, I just want to hurt them straight back. Somebody insults you, you want to insult them straight, straight back. It doesn't work like that. Deal with the real issue. Diagnose the problem. There is a wound here. And this wound is the present one. But underneath the wound are many other fast, festering, festering wounds. The ones that have become putrid, the ones that have started rotting and are stinking. We've got to clean them all up so that you are healed way before you start wanting to address issues with the one that has hurt you. You see, addressing issues with the person who's hurt you is secondary. Dressing the wound is primary. That wound that causes you to feel so much pain is the primary need. You see, if somebody suffers an accident and you rush them to emergency care, you know, arresting the perpetrator or the one who caused the accident is secondary. That happens after investigations. But if you decide that you must get this person who caused the accident, look for them, and you neglect the one who is bleeding, they will bleed to death. So what we must do is first secure the injured person, rush them to help. So you are the injured one, you're divorced, you're injured, you've broken up from your beautiful relationship you're the injured one so before we start dealing with your partner we have to deal with you we have to deal with why you feel what you feel and we have to get you healed and healing comes when you first acknowledge that this issue is not the primary issue there are many other issues surrounding this pain and all of them have to be dealt with that's why doctors will ask you about your history is there a history of a stroke in your family is there a history of asthma in your family they want to see if there's a, some repetitive patterns that need to be managed or dealt with and the same happens with relationships as well all right i hope you're hearing some wonderful wisdom here now having acknowledged that the present pain is not the only reason you're feeling pain number two stop isolating yourself immediately Reach out for help. Go for emergency care. Don't wait another day. Get your phone. Text your pastor if your pastor cares. Text your counselor if they care. Text your leader. Text somebody who you deem to be wise in your life or in your community. Text them and say, I've got some issues I'd like to discuss with you. Are you available? Are you free? And then book an appointment and go pour your heart out if this is a wise person. There are certain people you should never really talk to because they'll turn your pain into gossip, thereby causing you more pain. They'll go talking to other people about your private issues. And then, then they talk to other people. And before you know it, the whole neighborhood knows that you're fighting your spouse. And you're so embarrassed you can barely get out of the house. Do you see? So you need to be wise about who you talk to. You need to talk to somebody who will keep your secrets. 
Somebody who's not a tail bearer. Someone who's not a gossip. Because some people come forth as counselors, but they gossip at the same time. Even some preachers are like that. I've seen preachers who, when one talks to them, the next thing someone else knows the problem. Or they use people's experiences as an example when they preach. That's not a good thing. We need to use the Bible as the example when we preach. Do you see? So if you do that, you... Uh, acknowledge that there's an, an underlying issue that's why the pain is so acute that's why the pain is so strong and then you stop isolating yourself go for help after that you'll find your pain getting down to perspective in fact even fear should be dealt with this way if something scares you so much that fear is an exaggeration the thing that is scaring you doesn't really have biting power, doesn't have teeth, really. If you talk about it to somebody who cares, they'll help you bring it to its right perspective. If a doctor tells you there's a cancerous growth in your body and you talk to somebody, you'll find out that the weight of the fear and the trauma and the shock goes down and you'll be able to handle most of it without any more trouble. In fact, fear has killed more people than sickness and disease, just being afraid. People who are afraid have the lowest immune uh, defenses. Their immune system becomes almost dysfunctional because you need to be in your rightful state of mind and emotional health for your immune system to work properly. So talking really helps. You need to speak. Okay. After that, you'll find out that maybe the best thing that needed to happen was for the relationship to break. And you'll find your healing process is much faster. And if the relationship needed not to have broken up, then you can reach out and reconcile and get back together again. You see, and if the relationship was meant to break up, you'll be grateful later. You'll say, even though I felt pain, I'm so glad I'm out of this abusive relationship. I'm so glad I'm out of this abusive marriage. I'm so glad that now I'm free to breathe again. Are you getting it, my wonderful people? All right, I've got to stop there. Uh, this is such a wide topic. I wish I could, you know, just give you a little more. But my time is up right now. Thank you so much for sparing your time to listen to this beautiful broadcast. You are wonderful and you're amazing. And I appreciate you. I do not take your time for granted. And I care for you. That's the reason why I'm bringing you this message. And I want you to know that there's nothing too difficult in this world. You can come out of any situation. You have resilience and tenacity that has never been seen before. That's what you're made of. You're made of tough matter. So you can rise out of any difficulty, out of any pain, out of rejection, and make it again in life. All right. Please subscribe to this podcast and favorite it and share it with your friends. Apart from that, if this message has touched your heart and you feel like donating something to us, then just go to josephhelon at gmail.com and then you can access my PayPal account that way. And you can donate whatever it is that you feel in your heart that you want to use to support us. Because it's a free podcast. But we are open to support so that we can make them better. And so that we can also um, spread the message to a wider audience. All that costs money. All right. Thank you so very much. I love you. And I look forward to talking to you next time. My name is Joseph Helen, your friend, your partner in this journey of success. Bye-bye.